Shut up, I love it. she goes there she goes again shut up i love it and here i go again i am joe cabello the one and only and i am and here with i can never tell <laughs> it's the pause it's the I tricky pause i can never pause. tell if you're gonna say more or do i have to chime in i have I trickier s- pauses than a <sighs> raccoon do you All like right. that one sure i do pauses <laughs> I am Sasha Feiler. This, the thing that you're listening to is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, misunderstood, forgotten, all of that. And hey, you know what? Or I'm just any gonna of say that, really. Any of that. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say right now, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are, go on the iTunes and give us like a rating above four stars. Yeah, just so hit like, it with five. <laughs> you don't need yeah, to write anything an essay. Above anything about four but you know i also think that smaller like fewer stars is also a sign that people are listening they have opinions they have passionate thoughts when there was the yeah pie. there was someone's theory that when it comes to chinese restaurants they look for three and a half stars because that means they get a lot of people and that means they're getting a lot of people who want good customer service but often the best restaurants have horrible customer service but great food so wow. the food is good enough or great enough, really, to give three and a half stars. Right. But, you know, they're you, so busy. Yeah, that they're so they busy. Yeah. Who do we have in the studio today with us, Joe? Oh, today I got a big question for everybody. Do I make you horny, baby? We have a writer and voice actor here, a good friend of mine, Alex May. What up, Alex? Hey, gang. How we doing today? Good. Good. And do I make Happy you horny? Saturday. Uh, yes. Okay. Good. In, in varying sure. degrees, depending <laughs> on the weather. I've, I've definitely seen the changes in your body due to the weather. All right, let's stop yes. this and, <laughs> and get into welcome here. And uh, I'm excited to talk to you today. But what are we even talking about? Uh, great question. <clears throat> we are talking about the 1993 mm-hmm. cult yeah. classic, So I Married an Axe Murderer which is a very long title, uh, and I love it so much, uh, so shut up. Oh, That's thank you. Yeah, thank I you really love, that. It's you would be surprised, Alex, like how okay. rare, how rarely people would actually say the thing. Oh, shut good. up, I okay. love, Great. insert, you know, blank. And thank sometimes we, we mention it, and then they're like, oh, that's why it's called that. And I'm like, what did you think it was <laughs> mm-hmm. called that for? Oh, it's like, an, it's like an insult podcast, or just like, shut up. Where we're just mean yeah, to yeah. our guests. <clears throat> I often yeah, so try to be. It, it, uh, it is a movie that I don't remember the first time I saw it, um, but it resonated with me. And then I lived in San Francisco for a few years, so... Which it's is very, where the movie takes place. Very much so, yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's a very, um, it is a very San Francisco movie, yes. and I think I would put it up. We can talk about this later, but I think it's in the t- kind of top canon uh, of San Francisco shot movies. That's I would want us to know the other San Francisco. Oh. Why is it very San Francisco? Can we, is that is that gonna? By the way, we're gonna spoil everything. So y'all go listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch well, the movie. Come back. I mean. <laughs> You've had and like 30, literally 30 years, I guess, this year. Um, <laughs> so shame 
if you haven't seen this movie. Uh, but it is a the, the reason it is a very San Franciscan movie um, is because if you've ever spent time there, it's a pretty small city. It is seven by seven miles, like San Francisco proper. And they kind of hit all these in the movie. They hit all these uh, big, you know, you see the the Golden Gate Bridge. You mm-hmm. see the Bay Bridge. You see there's literally, you know, a sequence when they're on Alcatraz with the great, mm-hmm. the late, great Phil Hartman. Um, they're in North Beach. It's like a very, I think a lot of people consider this a very North Beach heavy uh film Mm. so it's very um you know like uh like another san francisco classic mrs doubtfire there's a lot of you know driving and it's such a beautiful city with the hills and you know overlooking kind of these these uh rolling tumbling architectural beautiful victorian homes um so you get a i think you get a very a clear picture of the city through um all the locations but yeah you even see a lot of them the full house house. Yes. Yeah, in, the painted ladies. Is in there. So that's very yeah. exciting. For me, yeah. a big Fuller House fan. Oh, great. Fuller that's House. Good. I'd Fuller House, yeah. Definitely more of a Fuller House fan than Full the, House. The grand follow up. Mm-hmm. And that'll be yes. an episode. Uh, someday. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, what is this movie about? That, I mean, the title says it all, which I love. Right. It's right? a spoiler yeah. title, really. It, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, the movie is about, just in a, in a quick synopsis, it's about Charlie McKenzie, who is sort of a commitment phobe of a dude, and he happens to meet a, uh, a gal, and that sort of changes his thoughts on everything, on relationships and love, et cetera, et cetera. He's sort of, he's good at pushing people away, and... He meets this woman, and things are great, and then things take a little bit of a turn um, with the axe murdering. Yeah. Because she (laughs) just might be. She just might be an axe murderer. Uh, And, yeah, and hijinks ensue. Yeah, this is a... Go ahead, Sasha. Yeah, so it's a rom-com, right? But the axe murderer thing is the twist. Mm-hmm. I've seen it uh, described as like a horror rom-com, which is mm. kind of a fun um, genre, I guess, sub, sub, sub genre. But that actually, it's funny because So I Made Her Next Murder came out this, I think, either months before or months after um, another famous, very famous rom-com, Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So big year for, I mean, Shout Schindler's out. List came out that year. Like a lot of, mm. it was a big year for movies. A lot of rom-com, famous. Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah fam- Schindler's yeah. List, famous uh, rom-com. In many ways, Hilarious it's, it's a love rom-com. letter to Germany. Is It's like Germany <laughs> is uh, one is of the characters. St- <laughs> this is where you stop. <laughs> I'm getting the red light. I, I'm going to recuse myself it. from this conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, this... This movie, you mentioned it as a cult classic. Um, so what category of Shut Up, I Love It do you think it belongs into? Uh, I think it, well, to, for me, I, I, I think it's very underrated. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I would be misunderstood uh, underrated. Because I don't think a lot of people have seen it. So have, have you two before? Thank this you. For great, guess, have you, great question. Because <laughs> we do, we ask that question. And now so you far, it. you're... Good. 
really going along with the script, Alex. Well, like you're I'm, beating us to the punch, <laughs> and I'm Joe getting gave me all the pointers. So yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know what's gonna. You're gonna be like, all right, let's rate. It's time for us to do the ratings, and we're gonna be like, I Here's guess. And that was Alex. it today. Thanks for joining us on Shut Up, I Love It. Thank you, Alex Salud, Alice Salude, for the artwork, and I forget the names. You would, you would, you you should know by now. I I should. I don't over a hundred episodes. Yeah, that's. It's Saturday. I don't know what's. I'm having a Coors. Feeling that I saw that the bank Saturdays. Anyway, but yeah, uh, have I? No, I haven't heard of this movie before. Oh, Sasha! Wow. Well, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I'm excited for you. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you should be. It's not a. It's not a. No, I think. I, shaming shaming people for things is is mean. But mean you know what? I saw okay, Schindler's <laughs> List more than once. So how about okay. that? All right, I've seen it once. Um, and I, uh, you know, I haven't heard of it, so I went in clean slate, oh, baby, cleanest. No trailer, no nothing. You just no rent. No, not even description. Perfect. I didn't even know Mike Myers in it. I, you know, what? I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna go deeper. Wow. You want to go? We go deeper. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's the first movie with Mike Myers that I've seen. No, shut up. up. I love I'm, it. I don't I, love it. Ooh, you need. To, I just got a hollow Sasha. feeling in my it's chest, okay. like an anxiety but, feeling. But it, it made me that. the person that I am. So did it, me saying? Oh, oh my god! Do, this do, is do like changes this whole people? podcast. Wow. <laughs> Does my horny questions even make sense to you? Sasha? Yeah, because okay. I know enough. <laughs> oh, okay. I know enough about the movies that he's been in, especially the movies that you're referring to. Oh, okay. So, how do you I'm aware who he is. I've briefly seen him constantly, because he used to live, or maybe still lives in Soho, where I used to... Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I used to see him constantly passing by the restaurant where I used to bartend. Dancing through the Mm. streets with a bunch of hot British women dancing behind him. Exactly. Yeah, his pinky stuck in his mouth. Exactly. (laughs) But nice. uh, yeah, no. I mean, I saw the pilot for his terrible oh, recent pen, I, pen, the Pentaver, which Pentavrit, it's a name is, drop in this movie. Yes. He talks it, about it. Is. it. Yeah. It's it's a, you know this movie basically is what inspired Pentaver, right? You're right, right. But this, anyway, this movie gives all the clues to his career. <laughs> yeah. Correct. It's like he was yeah. threatening us with this movie of what was to come. But I feel uh, yeah. like y'all should be excited that I'm so such a clean slate. I and, uh, I actually am because I think that's such a different insight than someone mm-hmm. who's seen all his movies and then I'll reveal this is my first time watching it ever. Oh, okay. yay. So, but you heard of it, obviously. So obviously. I've, I've heard about it and, you know, definitely going back to it, knowing all of his work and mm. then watching it. I mean, it's so... It's such a, a interesting thing to see him pulling his moves out. It's right. like when you watch any um, uh, any old movie from like a great comedian or actor, like an old Eddie Murphy movie or something. If you haven't seen it, I'm thinking, um, uh, what was the one we watched, Sasha? Welcome about to the America? money, the money one. Oh, uh, trading places. Trading places. It's mm. like, oh man, I'm seeing a lot of his moves here early yeah. on that he's going to end yeah. up using and reusing later. So that's really interesting, but I've never watched it because it's always, and this might speak to uh, what category of shut up. I love it. You said it was in underrated in that it always seemed to me like it was lower, a lower tier <clears throat> rom-com or calm, but Which that was well known. 
come. <laughs> oh no! We gotta drop a couple. It's of Saturday. Of yeah, it's Saturday. Uh, hate this podcast that is away. brought to you by Come. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always just like not been that interested to see it because of that. I think there was always this mystique, at least to me, that ah, uh, this is a skippable one that has mm. that mm. La- launched uh, his career, but yeah, it's kind of skippable. So it was a great surprise getting to watch it for the first time. Oh, that's really exciting. Wow. Okay. Wow. I feel like all the tables have turned now. I just... Uh, um, tables have been wow. just flipped over and broken into little pieces <sighs> okay. and given so away questions. to build fires. Well, before you ask us questions and take okay, over sorry. this podcast I'm completely... I'm so sorry. I know. No, like, I, I kind of like this. I like this tension. I like this okay. tension. Um, how many times have you seen, you think, this movie? Um, I've probably seen it... Five or six, mm-hmm. seven times. Solid. Once you reach yeah. half a dozen, I feel like I'm happy. I'm happy with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's also mm-hmm. it's a very quotable movie. I mm-hmm. think um, there's a lot of. Give uh, us a quote. Give us your favorite or the first um, that comes to mind. I mean, there's his beat poetry, which is fun. <laughs> oh the yeah, so fun. woman. Whoa, <laughs> man. Yeah, and I feel like uh, he's used that poem several times in several movies kind of yeah yeah it feels like a a recurring thing (laughs) but for me when i was younger because austin powers sort of when austin powers came out um sasha i know you never saw it never Um, heard of it i know i know uh but joe i don't know if you remember when it came out like in 1997 oh he was but a he was but a newborn but uh, a little babe wait are there a how much of of a difference is there between us I, a child they, <laughs> for the podcasts um uh, continuity i am only 18 oh, so that's great. what <laughs> the, in the world of this podcast that is yeah. my age got it okay great so for austin powers when it came out i just felt like it's uh my sort of little performer uh mimic uh accent brain like kind of blew my mind mm. of course he's again he's like doing this 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 uh, trope, this this thing for his that he would do his entire career is playing multiple people characters. Obviously, Doctor Evil, Austin Powers, and it just uh, it just triggered this kind of sen- crazy sensation. In that, I I would just I'd find myself doing bits all the time for <laughs> friends and just like using all of the quotes from Austin Powers to uh, you know like make people laugh, etc. Um, to communicate your feelings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to, to hide all the pain inside. Um, and this movie was, you know, very much... I, I saw it after, um, but very much felt like uh, a safe space where he's playing his Scottish, you know, father. And mm-hmm. that was, like, so quotable, you know, quotable speaking, like, he'd move now, like all his yelling um, to his uh, his... I think this is son. Actually, it's on this rewatching, clear. I'm so confused <laughs> it's that not what clear. this child is living with these older Scottish <laughs> for, parents for one uh, scene. I, I think yeah. he's in two, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in the. I think he's in the wedding scene as well. But um, you know, and like obviously, uh, uh, Charlie McKenzie, Mike Myers' character's father, played by Mike Myers, is uh, you know like a drunk degenerate. Um, throws insults a plenty type of father so it doesn't seem like a safe and she's and you know mother is smoking so it doesn't really seem like a safe place for this poor boy (laughs) this poor this poor heed with his 
big head of hair. <laughs> With this fat bastard father. Correct. Who is just fat bastard. Who is just fat bastard, yeah. Who's an iconic character from the Austin Powers series, Sasha. Yes, Sasha, you'll get there in 20 more years. Well, we'll, okay. we'll watch it. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. do a little screening for you of the all the Austin Powers movies. Yep. You don't understand. Yep. I purposefully uh, avoided <laughs> older Mike Myers movies my entire life for this moment. For this moment, for yeah. January But you 7th. did watch the Pentaveret episode one. I did. Do you choose yeah. key or peel? That oh. is a real joke in the Pentaveret. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, let this movie. Okay. It's hard. We usually save our personal opinions on it to the end but Mm -hmm. that's difficult um i want to bring up the structure of it just right away there's a lot i want to talk about oh boy um because i was super surprised about the structure of it Uh where i thought it would be like act end of act one we know she's a axe murderer or are clued into her being an axe murderer and the rest of the movie is dealing with that but it's not really that it takes quite a while for that to surface and then it's pretty much just deals with it in the third act of the movie and that was super surprising to me and i kind of luckily there's so many great gags throughout it that i was entertained but i was kind of waiting for the ball to drop on that yeah Um, what are your thoughts on like how that is especially as a writer yeah, well, especially uh, I hadn't watched it in a while, hence like the whole child safety thing. I just you know, uh, so there were there were things that um, now as I'm you know older, wiser, et cetera, or whatever that I notice. Um, and to to your point, Joe, like it feels like it feels like most a the movie title, uh, b you know the first and second acts are a huge MacGuffin that that you're just sort of waiting for what whatever like you're not sure what's going to happen like it's all pointing to nancy travis's character harriet but uh yeah in the end obviously the the old switcheroony um but as a writer yeah i mean i i don't know it's so funny i wasn't when i was watching it i I wasn't thinking necessarily about structure but it uh i i I think what I like about it, at least from uh, maybe I'll just flip your question a little bit because like I'm thinking about character wise character Mm -hmm. things. And I think it's, it was interesting. It was an interesting choice for, and I appreciated it. And I think it was a little bit of ahead of its time in giving, you know, the female characters, no one ever really seemed um, wanting for of anything or, or like damsel in distressy type, Mm -hmm. a type of vibes. Like, I mean, she was a, you know, her Harriet's Happily character employed. ran a butch. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. and ran a butcher shop that presumably mm-hmm. very kind unhealthy of, I think was butcher. <laughs> Seems a lot of health codes. Or yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, it's not really. Yeah, but not empowering. Really good at it, but yeah, empowering. empowering. Also, she cut off. Um, she like in real life, she cut off the tip of her middle finger during filming. So, in, in parts of the uh, they added another day because she had to get a bunch of stitches, and. Um, add another day to the schedule and then she had they had to do some creative sort of uh bandaged hand shooting around um, oh, wow. to get that i'll have to look out for that on my second watch i know i know so yeah i think that's you know it's um like structurally i guess it's not the do i think this is the greatest movie of all time 
No. Yes. Whoa. But I, you know, I, I appreciate that it is a silly movie, and I think silly movies inherently have are given more leeway with structural things. Um, and then you know you have these little side like you have so many great people that show up in this movie too, like character wise, Charles Grodin and Phil Hartman, Stephen Wright as the you know weird pilot michael richards um, michael richards in one of the Arkin. best scenes i mean in the movie oh my god yeah that michael richards scene but you just like and things like that they're though that silliness is allowed to breathe like they didn't have to he didn't have to keep walking through the you know through the newsroom just shouting and screaming and very you know very michael richards fashion but uh i love yeah i love it Shut yeah but so and with that it's like I just don't see it necessarily as a horror rom-com because of that. And I was expecting Fair. more of a horror rom-com um, because the title and what I thought it would be. Right. Um, so I think if they shifted that reveal or whatever mm-hmm. earlier, then it would be a horror rom-com. Not that that's a real knock on the movie, but just sure. I found that interesting. Sasha, did that did that track at all for you when you were watching it about that structure? I guess I didn't think of it in terms of structure, but I was like, oh, interesting. So they are doing the switcheroo. Like, yeah, towards the end. I really like what you said, Alex, that uh, silly movies just have more leeway and getting silly even with structure and like possibly still work. Yeah. So um, I feel like that just, you said it all there. So and the comedy is so hard. Mm. It's just hard to do. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of I think I read there was a lot of improvisation on set. Um, and I think actually uh, some fun little backstory is that this was originally meant to be, um, was written by Robbie Fox, uh, the writer, and it was meant to be a darker take and uh, with like a very paranoid character, almost like a Jewish paranoia as they, as mm. I, I read about because uh, people like Woody Allen, I think it was around, in the 80s but like people like Woody Allen and Gary Shandling were considered um, and I think the studio committed to Shandling at one point and then dropped out and then when Mike Myers came on he and his I think his writing partner Neil Malarkey which is a great name (laughs) um, who also was in uh, the Austin Powers movies did a whole bunch of rewrites and just kind of changed the uh, changed Mm -hmm. the whole basically the whole face of the of the film and kind of shifted it to be a little bit more of a, a sillier movie but more of an yeah. snl vibe definitely yeah definitely and this is coming sketches. off the heels this is coming off the heels of wayne's world which was a smash success and then you know they had a sequel wayne's world 2 in in the works and then so i married an expert came along but it it didn't do very well at the time you know, I think it well, made it like made really no money. Yeah. Um, I just think that people uh, felt it was flat, and it was maybe the first time as him in, in a, like a truly leading man role. Um, yeah. So I, I just don't think people. I just think we connect it. But now it's you know we're talking about it on a podcast. So hopefully Mike Myers hears this. Mike. <laughs> oh, he, he's a, he's a big fan. Yeah, I'm it. sure. Well, yeah. maybe we can edit Shout out the Pentavrit. Uh, yeah. Oh no, he uh, likes he likes it when oh, I. Oh, he does. He, he likes he it. Yeah. yeah, 
But yeah, because this okay. is very much Mike Myers versus um, you watch uh, Wayne's World and he is Wayne. You watch yeah Austin Powers, he is Austin Powers. Yeah, he's playing himself. Yeah, and this is definitely. very much like yeah, if you are not on board with Michael Myers, mm-hmm. then you're the not comedian. Yeah, not going to be bored. Not the killer. Yeah, not the killer. Not the who has no dialogue. Every other um, time I've mentioned Michael Myers, I was talking about the killer though, uh, before <laughs> this, uh, today. today. <laughs> I do want to mention that. Um, Shout out to Michael Myers. I would say there's three bits in this mm-hmm. movie, comedy bits, Great. that are just undeniably Okay. I think I know great. one of them. Just, <gasps> Let's do this. Let's have Alex okay. guess. Just um, absolutely. And, and I, I want to, no matter my feelings of the movie... I think those three bits stand up to anything in comedy that's Alex, ever been. Go. Okay, I actually, go. I, I think I know all three of them. Go. Joe, are you ready? Yeah, he, he's ready. Number okay, one. Great. Number one. Drum roll. Uh, I do well. Not in order. Sorry. I think the butcher shop sequence is when he's working there, and they're doing they're playing with the meat. No. Okay, already right. failed. Two I mean, and, and I'm not. And that's not to say anyone that I say no to. It's not okay. as if that's I not just, a funny bit. Just, I'm just okay. talking. Yeah, go for one. That's fine. Right. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, I I think the Alan Arkin, Anthony Lapaglia. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Lapaglia, Lapaglia. Sorry, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like Serpico back and forth with the cop. Um, I, I think where Alan Arkin is trying to be a tougher boss <laughs> and like give less hugs, which I think is really funny because you know he's such he can be such a crotchety crotchmeister. Uh, is that it? That one is the so specifically like I think one of their later ones mm-hmm. where he okay. does lay into him and then they then he's like, "How was that? Is that good?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that, that became I'll a give, little runner. I'll give this one to Alex. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. One more. Um, and the third one. Drum roll. Um, I think it maybe it's the the Drum Scottish roll. wedding. I I'm actually surprised you didn't get one of them because it was a gimme. Because mm. I already it's said so much it. Pr- I know I was a little. I the Michael Richards bit. Mm. Oh yeah. The mm. apology. Jesus. That's so stupid. I'm oh my leave. god. His ap- the Michael Richards apology is so yeah. so funny. I'm. A terrible guy, <laughs> yeah. or whatever he says. It's he's, so good. It's full commitment. Yeah, I, I would say commitment. any. It, it does help that the context of the movie makes it funnier, right? Like that scene alone. I don't know if someone could just watch that thing, then sure. get it. Yeah, but that's also a sign of a good comedy movie, right? I think, right? Um, and that's the moment where Charlie like really feels like he is putting this whole, you know, Mrs. X. Uh, axe murdering together with mm-hmm. this obituary and he, he's lit- he's literally just trying to get some more information and Michael Richards you know thinks he's offended him and just blows up and <laughs> and then I can't remember his name I think he uh, unfortunately passed last year the his uh, counterpart in that scene and he just has a great line at the end where he's like that was he was my ride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give you one one last guess to see if we can get the other one. Oh, my oh mm. god uh, drum roll, rolling the drums. Mm, now I'm rolling. just blanking on everything. I don't know. Is it is it the uh, the physical the, the um all the roof like the rooftop scene with 
uh, Amanda Plummer at the end when he he's running all over and there's just it's a the, good scene. The axe. But you know, you're probably the, thinking too big because it's yeah, just the closet moment. When oh, he hides in the closet class. and yeah, the stuff I, just falls yeah. on him. I mean, that is... It's pretty brilliant. And then they stayed, it. they yeah. stayed on it, too, which I think was great. Yeah. As you can the, see his So I, I think out of... There's so many funny things in the movie, yeah. surely, but just there's a few of them like that that are just... I was howling. Yeah. My wife was mm. hating. Watch. I was watching it on my laptop with the headphones next to her, and yeah. she's trying to watch something next to me, and she's I'm just like, howling. Twilight. She's Twilight. trying to watch Twilight. Yeah, I think it might have been <laughs> Twilight or Legally Blonde mm-hmm. uh, for um, the fourth time this week. So I, I think to add to that, like I think the the Alcatraz sequence with mm-hmm. Phil Hartman is kind of one of my favorites just because he is so, so good and so mm-hmm. committed as uh, Vicky, and just his delivery is just fantastic and i think it's that's one of my you know my name is john johnson but everyone here calls me vicky and they they had, they'd recognized him too uh uh mike myers and Anthony polly's character because they, they've so obviously good. done the yeah. they've done this uh tour many times they're like oh, i love vicky he's yeah, the best he's great yeah. he's the best <laughs> yeah so. so it's just so which is another one of those san francisco things of the movie as well which very odd that someone living in San Francisco would enjoy the Alcatraz tour on repeat, but sure, that's fun. fair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been once, and it was it was pretty same magical. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Quite, quite, quite. Have you been, Joe? You, I've you never walked been. In, you wow. walked in Mike Myers' footsteps, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I felt the wow. buzz. I just couldn't tell sure. what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, my, the the ghost. My pinky finger yes. just you know automatically went inside my mouth. I couldn't tell what was going on, and now I do. Yep. Oh, space laser. You know, my Tony Stark right. impression is basically just a uh, a Dr. Evil impression. Oh, yeah. I've got a robot suit with a laser, so cool it. <laughs> Thanos. Now, just, now we all know next time you right. come. <laughs> and I'll probably yeah. do it more. Confuse us. Now you've opened up the lock to for me to just yeah. do it constantly in the should, podcast. You should just be a, the runner of all runners. It's either that or diarrhea, so we'll take that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just the physical act of diarrhea. Yeah, yeah. The actual runner. We yeah. get it. Oh, yes. Yeah, running. The mm-hmm. runs. The running. Yeah, all of that. Uh, yeah. No poop in this movie, thankfully. I don't think so. That's I'm true. That's true. Not enough poop or farts. I think, but that's okay. Th- I'm that is. Fine I with think it. they were. I can. I can live without it. Yeah. There were accents. There was beat poetry. It was very. Also, this is a very '90s movie. Mm. I think yes. that that is that that should be. Uh, you know, this movie is a time capsule movie. Yeah, um, with there she I, goes again, playing six to ten times yeah. throughout the <laughs> yes. movie. Yes, good for however many bands recorded that song. Sixpence None the Richer, also one of them, but not on the soundtrack. Um, but I mean, the opening where they're in the coffee shop and it's sort of that. That that you know one shot of the coffee mug being washed, and mm-hmm. I think I remember watching that, and I'm not sure if I was a big coffee drinker back then, but it just made me want this mm. giant, you know, gargantuan mm-hmm. uh, uh, goldfish bowl of mm. of latte. Yeah, very belongs in Friends or something. Correct. I'm surprised Janine Garofalo isn't in this movie. That's how That's 90s a great it is. Call. Yeah, there's a lot of other people in it, but yeah, she could have had a couple. You know, wisecracks in there. I think that would have been nice. Yeah, she would have fit seamlessly. Shout out to her in a new movie called The Apology. 
very oh. good thriller. Mm. Great. I was oh, happy to see bar. it. Not funny. Axe murderers in that? Or maybe? Spoiler. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's not spoil a good thing here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And spoil Great. that movie. Didn't have, people didn't have 30 years to watch that one. Mm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll check back in in 30 years. <laughs> yeah. 2053. <laughs> now, Nancy Travis in this. Yes. Um, I don't know much about Nancy Travis. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she deserved the Academy Award for this movie because she just has to play, oh, I'm so entertained by Mike Myers yeah. for 90 minutes in this. Nadia, I'm coming. And she's just laughing. She she yeah. doesn't say anything. She just laughs at what he's doing she's and very, does it well. She's very good in this movie. I think she's, she's uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny when you see also going back in time and watching these, old movies and you know i'm not saying not taking away any, anything away from mike myers of course but it's funny when you see like funny comedian guy and like super hot beautiful babe and te- intellectual woman and it's like let's make a movie uh and it yeah i think it, you know maybe it has to it's a that's a big acting exercise in and of itself yeah, um, yeah and how many times they're like all right let's do another take uh he's gonna say the same grading joke to you yeah Yes. Or maybe a new one, and you yep. have to act like he's sexy for it. She's yeah. like, I got it. And, I think uh, well, school. yeah, I feel like their whole relationship is like justified. Like he's so funny, she just can't get enough of his charm, right? Like yes. that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, he's finally uh, she's uh, she's unlocked this part of uh, Charlie McKenzie's personality that maybe he just never <laughs> he just never knew because he mm. needed a needed to date a butcher and it seems like in a very short amount of time he asks her to marry him i don't know yeah because they they montage through you know obviously some like cute cutesy meat, dating meat, stuff meat stuff too yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah meat, a lot of meat mm-hmm. meat cute I'm, yeah meat, meat that's cute. where meat. it comes from m-e-a-t-q cured mm-hmm. <laughs> cured yeah um i did love the the last kind of runner on the, or the last uh um kind of like punchline on that bit is when he walks up and he's got the like he had cut off his arm and he just had dangling meat from his uh um from his arm hole and mm. w- was asking these those two women in the shop if they could help him um and they got scared i thought that was funny <laughs> that's no, the, that's a top three yeah it's definitely there's some mini mini beats that are yeah, really yeah, funny. yeah 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 i was thoroughly laughing throughout it howling howling yeah annoyingly as we've Mm. Mm -hmm. we've set up here but um but yeah uh what was i gonna say about the meat cute and this love affair nancy travis oh i forget but it was good does he even um do we even see him for the first time meeting her? Like, because it seems like when he stops to watch her through the glass of the window yeah. of the shop, and then he walks in and he asks for a haggis. The haggis, exactly. Yeah. Um, like, it seems like he's already been watching her. I know it sounds creepy, but that's how it felt to me when I. I think that is saw the meat that. cute. That was. Yeah. The- I also think that as someone who lived in San Francisco, I think, you know, like if you're, I think it's in his neighborhood. Mm. That's my guess. Maybe he's a little, yeah, maybe a little creepy, a little leering in the window kind of thing, but 
You know, right. it's a neighborhood. Like it's nineteen ninety three. Yeah, it's ninety three. I mean, geez. Woody Allen. The first you know. like World Trade Center bombing hadn't even yeah. happened. Maybe. So. Woody yeah. Allen is being terrible. Um, <laughs> I love that part too when he's driving the car. The Carmen Gia. Yeah. And he like yo looks over, and uh, she's standing there in a the ridiculous outfit. Yeah, that was strange. The, like, and he milk, just keeps made. driving and never looking forward in the road, yep. which always makes me nervous anyway. Yeah, when I watch him. in any movie, you're like, any okay, movie. this is a sign that something bad is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, not in this movie, but it's it's just a very funny look exchange. Yeah, I know it is funny when people out. are when I watch people in movies driving. I'm like, what? stop looking! Like you have to look at the road. Yeah, you don't kill, want another like, whiplash. People. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Spoiler for white whiplash. I'm sorry. Big moments. <laughs> oh, you know what I was thinking is that okay? So she is so enamored by his like his constant joking and being mm-hmm. very Michael My- Myersy, mm. and it's just so funny to know that the decades after that there would be many men going on dates essentially just quoting michael myers and acting the exact same way much to the not delight of their dates right so it's you see you see the blueprint of this movie and then guys were going on dates going do i make you horny oh behave laser you know you can't he, he uh he 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 he's a pop culture like that's a that's a indelible piece of pop culture Mm-hmm. history you know yeah even just this, the way he's he's acts you know it's yeah. very yeah it's like it's, how uh, guys would be like woody allen on dates for years yeah. in, years to come in fact he's still what you just said exactly joe like it's so inside guys still that like a recent script that i read for uh, a comedy that's on nbc right now like they have a, like a lame character like a guy like a douchey character do just that like do mm. the you know just say laser and all that stuff like exactly like and no one's entertained like women just hate it like that's mm. literally a point plot point in, in the, and in this in movie it's supposed to make us believe the love affair that's <laughs> yeah. happening yeah that's how you can get married boys and girls just <sighs> prance around and make silly voices <laughs> joking constantly yeah. getting naked in front of your while hugging your, your friend, friend yeah. <laughs> your wife, your yeah. girlfriend's friend. I'm curious if that was a, if that was a body double or if that was him. That's true. We all you are know? curious. I'm I feel like it was his butt. I kind of think so too. Like yeah. Especially because it was so early on, and you know, yeah, be be one to commit to the to the bit. Mm-hmm. To um, the butt beat. To the butt. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm really slow on these today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, we we're big on in general in pun on puns here on setup. I love it. Yeah. Um, is there anything we should discuss, Joe? Because I have some idea for the ratings that you might enjoy. What? But That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I think there was one other thing I wanted to mention about this movie. Um, but, but you have amnesia today, possibly, so we'll never know. Possibly failing me, and I don't remember, so I might just have to bring it up in the ratings. Great. But uh, Alex, is there anything else you wanted to bring up? Um, and of course, you could always bring it up in the ratings as well. Uh, bring it up. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just love this movie. I think, um, I think it's, uh, I just think it's underrated. It's super underrated, mm. and that people should watch this. And um, Urge, urging them, yeah, you're urging. Yeah, them. I'm urging them. I'm putting out the a PSA 
to watch mm-hmm. a movie from 30 years ago uh, that is silly. It's if you fun. like if you like silly things, I think that that's um, mm-hmm. and I think you also need to separate like the Mike Myers that is today and kind of go back in time, take a trip back to 90s San Francisco and you know you can smoke a bunch of cigarettes and drink a bunch of coffee um, and play with a bunch of meat. And, oh, uh, classic and San Francisco moment. Classic, yeah. When I lived there, all we did was play with raw meat. Um, mm-hmm. All the live long day. And look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost all my hair, but I'm really healthy. <laughs> yeah. There's a, that's not a correlation to health. So no, Not that I no. can find on Google. But Great. that's uh yeah that's uh, that's those are my those are my feelings and I'm yeah sticking those feelings to it. are well we we welcome those feelings here Great. I'm glad. yeah it's a safe um place. Joe here's my suggestion for the ratings yeah I'm and all I ears. can edit it out if you don't like it but I was wondering wouldn't it be fun since we did a little switcheroo earlier here where you uh, where Alex was guessing your favorite three moments what if we could get just a very short you and I switcheroo describing how the other person would rate against what and why this movie. Oh, okay. But then we can go to the real one. So it could be just like a pre- prelude. Okay. And if you don't understand what that means, I can go first. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go first? I do think I understand what it means. But can you just describe the ratings in the regular sense so yes. that Alex catches up? Although sure. he does run this right. podcast, so he I might do, yes. already know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to rate So I Married an Axe Murderer on a scale of 0 to 10 using something else as our basis of the scale. So that something else could be another rom-com mm-hmm. where you say, hey, such and such movie is an 8 out of 10, but this is way better, so it's a 10 out of 10. Or it could be even Haggis. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Haggis tastes like shit. It's a 0 out of 10, but this movie rules. It's 10 out of 10. And if that doesn't make sense, guess what? We're going to go first twice in a very confusing <laughs> way. <laughs> that you don't have to worry about. You just have to worry Great. about the, the zero, uh, the one, the one time. Great. Um, all right. So first I'll go is Joe. So I am Joe Cabello and uh, I love this movie for having great moments. It has moments. All right. It doesn't make a coherent story. But it has moments that are undeniably hilarious, and I really appreciate it for that. Um, I would compare this movie against, um, this is where it gets a little difficult, but hey, you brought up uh, Eddie Murphy's, uh, which is the Trading Places. So Trading Places, I like that movie. It's solid. It's an 8.5, and I'll give this film... A 7.5. Interesting. And I'm Sasha. Okay. Uh, And I don't watch Michael Myers movies. This is my first one. I've stayed away from them for a reason. Um, But I'm going to rate it against The Room, my favorite movie, which is a 10 out of 10. It is the best movie ever made. I could watch it every day. I could use it. For many scales on Shut Up, I Love It. I stopped doing and it, but it's okay. Keep going. Also, a great San Francisco movie. Great point. You're Very my favorite customer, Johnny. So that's a 10 out of 10. This movie, I mean, I was entertained, but I didn't really love Mike Myers. So I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Mm. And now we reveal our actual ratings. So I... <laughs> 
yeah, I guess I will rate this movie against the freaking pilot that I saw, the Penta. Pentaveret. Pentaveret. So when I watched Pentaveret, right, I had no context for it except for just God. like knowing some things. It was just ter- terrible. It was just <laughs> really? vomit-inducing <laughs> bad. Not good. Two on a ten scale. This movie, I'll give an eight. I enjoyed it. Very it took good. me. It took me a second to get the tone, but I really like warmed up to it quickly. Um. Once I understood what what's going on, and it took me like to get through the Scottish family for a Scottish family yeah. scene to be like, oh, I see what they're doing, I get it. Yeah. And then I just like enjoyed, you know, Mike Myers for his comedic genius. It didn't make why would she love him or any of that, but like, it was still very entertaining. Joe, go. Ooh, th- this is a hard one to do a comparison because I have two possible ones. Mm. So, I'm I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'll go with my favorite rom-com. My favorite truly gut-bustingly funny rom-com. They came together. I thought you were going to say Human Centipede. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a great joke. Maybe we can edit that in so I seem more funny. Uh, but They Came Together is yes. one of the best movies ever made, Dave, directed by David Wayne. It is essentially a parody of rom-coms and a deconstruction of them. That's a 10 out of 10 hilarious um this i am bummed it took me this long to see this movie um because i think it is really funny i think it it isn't a great script um as i noted before i just i think there's a lot of problems with it and, and you know they do who they do straight up say his problem he's like i'm terrified of marriage and then you're like okay i i see all the pieces at play here right right you have a character terrified of marriage then oh what's the worst thing that can happen he marries someone to truly be terrified of but i don't think the the whole piece actually like does does the best job of using that like great conceit for for a character in a movie um but who cares? I was howling. Howling. So I'll give it an yeah. 8 out of 10. Oh, I was so Very close. 7.5 eight and howls. 8. I did good. I did good. <laughs> Most importantly, Alex, what about you? So I'm going to rate uh, my rating. I don't I don't know if I have anything to compare it to just because I've, you know, I've seen it so much and I... I... Compare it to chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> well, you were going to say cookies. <laughs> I was going um, to I was going to put it on a scale of I was going to rate it in haggises. Oh, please, make your so own scale. We welcome I, people I, making their own scale. Like I give this movie I'll give this movie 8 haggises. But is that a good Whoa, thing to ha- to be a haggis? You know what I mean? Well, it's very we, traditional. So Okay. You know, there's like you know, he's he's really dialing into the his, you know, the Scottish roots. Um mm-hmm. I think his parents were from Liverpool, but you know, I think there's there's definitely uh, definitely a lot of UK, uh, obviously involved with him. So it's a it's I think a very Scottish movie. Uh, ergo, so I guess I could do eight bagpipes. as the same. Well, yeah, we could do I mean, any eight, eight kilts. Eight haggis. It seems like like if I'm rating something, I would want to give it fewer haggises. Sure. Yeah. That's but that's. So like, if a movie is three stars, I have a friend yeah. who always says like, "Oh, this movie was had two knives." And so the fewer knives he gives, mm. the better the movie was. Like Less one knife only. Death. But um, yeah. 
But but hey, if you think eight haggises for the traditionality of this film, yeah. then I am on board, Joe. Are you? I'll approve it if that's oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that was I think Sasha's trying to gain back control of the podcast by I, I, I think that's her. I'm I so sorry. Yeah, geez, the ground just you know, I'm losing the ground. Like I'm losing my podcast. Was Y'all this a mis- taking over. I think this is a mistake for me to come on, uh, ultimately. <laughs> You're not the first person to say as much uh, <laughs> probably the end of my career recording. in podcasting. Um, <laughs> um, well, I give you ten haggises if that changes anything for you either of you ever had a haggis no how is Is it it? like a ship sheeps oh i've never had a sheeps sheeps right uh yeah i think it's it's sheep stomach it's essentially like awful uh you know in in (laughs) more ways than one i guess uh but it is the uh you know the the inner workings of a an animal with uh oatmeal and spices etc and then that is sealed into a uh little uh, my grandmother, my granny was Scottish, so hence why. Shut I have, up. Yes. Shut up. Um, I love grandma. Yeah, she was okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it is, uh, you know, eaten around the holiday season. Um, what is it inside? A bulbous? No, it's, bul- it's it's essentially like minced uh, minced intestines, etc. So they were prepared with spices and oatmeal, et cetera. You know, it's, it's a really hearty dish. Oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. The oatmeal is worse <laughs> than the intestines. I yeah. Think. So sometimes they're yeah, sometimes so they're boiled, like they're sous vide essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty intense So what was your thought on it? Um I had it at this uh I had it in Brooklyn um once because there's the uh, Museum of Food and Drink in Williamsburg, which is really cool. Mm. Shout out to them. Shout um, out. Doing really interesting point. cultural uh, events and one of them was a Robbie Burns night and Robbie Burns is this famous Scottish poet um, and so they had a bagpiper and there was essentially a, you know whiskey tasting scotch tasting and also they served a haggis so um, but I think some people of course everything now is can be plant-based even like this microphone or computers or whatever so I'm sure you can find a impossible haggis mm. if you would if you would like such a thing I just um, ordered Impossible Burger online oh, like early, right before the pod, so I'm super excited. A Not a fan. Search. Not of a Impossible? Fan. Yeah. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not going to be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't uh, let them. That's fair. Okay. We'll have haggis people. The haggis yeah. people. The haggis people. Yeah, big haggis. Uh, big haggis, yeah. I, I mean, I like... I, haggis. I appreciated it. Do I... Do I want to have some haggis right after this podcast? Maybe because it's thematic, but <laughs> it's not something that I'm uh, craving. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like like. Ooh, when am I going to have some haggis next? Right. It's, it's also the. It's not a very appetizing word. No. No, not even a wordle because it's too many <laughs> yeah. letters. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I guess and that matters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Alex, thank you so much for coming on Shut Up. Thanks for having me. Is there anything you should, you want to tell us that we should check out? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting way to word it. Anything you should tell us? Anything you should tell us that you're. Anything you should tell us about your successes slash uh, social media? Social media. I don't know. Any? I think she's trying to ask anything you want to plug. Oh. Um, well, I'll plug uh, Sarah Becker, my wife's uh, uh, storytelling project, Sounds of New York City, 
um, which I think maybe she had talked about when she was on the podcast. Uh, but it is a great, uh, it is a great nonprofit project uh, about the essentially sounds the soundscape of New York. Uh, these stories about New York that are told by kind of narrators are uh, are read by narrators um, that sort of make up this you know the the sound patchwork of the city you know well whether it's the uh, the voice of the MTA Charlie Pellet or Alec Baldwin kind of a you know legendary New Yorker the voice of Siri a subway conductor um, that was uh, it's a it's a great project that's ongoing and it's uh, it was really fun to work on and and I got to uh, Alec Baldwin read my story, which was very wild and crazy. Um, and I got to narrate uh, a wild story written by a friend who I used to bartend with. So, Amazing. Sounds Incredible of New stuff. York City. I've yeah. got the record. You got the record. Thanks Volume for, one. Thanks for Perch. Thanks for purchasing. Volume one. Amazing. Check it out. Um, yeah. And then, Joe, what is going on with you? I've got a bunch of uh, nonprofit projects as well in that they don't make a profit. <laughs> Good one. Got it. Uh, including Bottoms Up Hard Liquor, my graphic novel, depending on the release of this podcast. If this is past February, then it is out. You can find it on Etsy and Amazon. It is the story of a killer bottle of booze. So if you like big graphic novels, and it's boy, it. boy, is it graphic. You know what? Can I just get, get, tell a little story real quick? Please. About that? I want you to. We have time. So I thank you, Alec. <laughs> Alec, and thank you for our listeners for listening. No, I'm trying to do the ending intro not outro as well. It's not. Failing. I don't remember it. I tune mm-hmm. out at that point. But you're gone at that. You walk my, away. <laughs> yeah, you see me out the door. So I was on Etsy uh, because my comics are posted on Etsy. Issues one through three. The graphic novel will be issues one through four, all compiled. But people will often favorite it. Um, so you could do that. That way you could later buy something. And I was like, you know what? I often get these notifications that someone favorited my book. And that pisses me off because I'm like, why didn't you just buy it? But it's also very heartwarming. And I was like, I need to get to know my customer. So I clicked on one of them. I think his name was Jackson or something. Shout out. And it's, there's my comment. It's the top one. And then I scroll and it's all like lewd stickers and different things like anime girls with big titties, like completely naked. Oh, so you see what else they favor? Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting that you can do that. Saucy. And, and it was so a lot of like sexual stickers and, and very graphic, including one of Morticia and Wednesday Adams in incestual acts together. Oh my God. <laughs> and really graphic. Wow. I sneezed. That's how shocked That's I was. That's how graphic it was. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I looked at many others, and a lot of them also have like sexual stickers and different things. That, that So I don't know what my audience is. I think you do know. But, you know, I think it's maybe because the, the comic has some sexy anime ladies on mm-hmm. it. It is uh, marketed as having a dash of 80s horniness, but it's a mm. dash. Dash. It's, it Come is on, a people. sprinkle. It is not uh, Wednesday and Morticia Adams. Yeah, it's not oatmeal in, in your haggis. Yeah. So it's, it's very shocking. I'm still recovering, but it's great to have an audience. 
that so you're you saying your with. your audience is uh, perverts and ne'er do wells. Yes. Okay. Great. Well, perfect. <laughs> and is anyone surprised? No, that's fine. But anyways, well, I thank shout Alex. Out. For, yeah, thank you all, and especially thank you to Alex for inviting me to my podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Sasha, it was great to have you here today, and uh, I think I think we did a great job. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this awesome track <laughs> please rate us on itunes and thank you all for listening come back for more alex because that's his podcast now <laughs> <laughs>